Hey guys, it's Matt here, and I got a story for you. When I was a kid, I was playing hockey, and oh man, there was this one year, this one team, we could not beat these guys. They were all over us. There were competitive games, though. They were tight, but we just could not beat them. And I remember the last game of the year, it was up against this team, and we were gearing up. We were like, we have to get these guys. When we won that last game, it was so satisfying because we finally got the victory over the team that had dummied us, that had dominated us for so long. I think this is the same thing with sexual brokenness, with sexual sin, where there's been brokenness in our lives and the enemy has come and taken ground and he's dominated us for so long, but we get to make a difference. We get to be part of a message and a a mission of freedom. It is such a cool opportunity. So I want to invite you, men and women of any age, to be part of the Action Squad. The Action Squad is something that we're putting together right now. We're looking for 100 people to be on the Action Squad. There's going to be some competitive nature to it. There's prizes. And we're going to work together to help produce a documentary that is literally going to change the world. We're featuring stories of sexual brokenness, of people who have been restored and redeemed, reconciled to God and to people in their their lives. And we're going to feature these stories in this world-class documentary that will be a resource for churches to host movie nights, for small small groups to watch together, for families to watch and be inspired by. And it's going to highlight the problem in the church, but also show the, the power of God that is at work when we bring this stuff to light. And so if you want to be part of the Action Squad and help us put this documentary together, I would love for you to go to restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. You can watch a 10-minute video there that I put together on what it can look like for you to join us in this mission and be part of putting this documentary together. So restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. Hope to see you there. Welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast, full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Braden Hafner. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Pure Victory Podcast. Braden here, Matt here, excited to be with you once again. We have a really practical topic today that I think is going to be great. We always talk about the importance of building self-awareness in our lives, and we're going to try to do that today in just thinking through some of the reasons why we go to porn and the environment around that, and maybe what we're feeling in the moment. So so we're going to talk about the when, the where, and the why we look at porn. I think it's really practical. So let's discuss the when. The when. And that, that could be so many different things. That could be, you know certain time of day, a certain day actually, or it could be anything revolving around that. So what's the when? Well, first of all, it's super important because anytime anybody's coming up with a game plan, like if it's a sports team, it's if it's military, they want to know when their enemy is going to attack. They want to know when they're going to be susceptible. They want to know when they're going to be playing in their strengths. And so and when we're coming up with a very practical game plan, we've got to understand when we struggle the most. And I mean, the general answer is that when you look at stats on porn sites, most of the searches, or at least the highest number of searches, are between 11 and 12 at night. From our experience personally and with, and with working with people, that's a huge thing is when the, the, the house is quiet, everybody's mm-hmm. in bed. Maybe you're maybe you live alone, but all your friends are asleep. Nobody's on social media. You're not texting anybody you're tired, the willpower has gone down, your brain is kind of shutting down. You're like, man, I just want to do this just to, you know, relax more, get some peace. I just want to have this orgasm. And so you go to porn. And it's just so important to understand that every night, if that's the thing that you struggle with, you got to prepare, even say seven, eight, nine o'clock for what your nighttime routine is going to be. And you got to change things Mm -hmm. to give yourself a fighting chance. 
Yeah, the when is such an important understanding for us. Uh, so like you said, we can, you know, plan ahead, be proactive. Because when you're there, <laughs> when you're already in the when, the time frame that you're really susceptible, you know, that's a hard goal. Like that's a grind. You're, it's, the chances of you getting out of that moment are very slim. Oh, yeah. Without looking at porn. It's very different though. Like, hey, when you're single versus married, um, or say you have young children or whatever else, whatever whatever time that you you know you would go to this, this is impacted by that. So when I was single, it was really when I was alone, and it always has been when I was alone um, when I was struggling and battling porn. But when I was single, you know, maybe living at home still, my parents left. That was my go time, right? I'm like, I have this excitement, and I didn't plan for this because my parents, I didn't know their schedule. They would just leave, right? And they would go do whatever. And then I'm alone. And so I couldn't really plan for the when. And not that I knew how to do that back then, but that was my when, you know, when I'm alone and I was excited, you know, I get to be alone and look at porn and explore this world that I'm, you know, not super familiar with, but I want to become familiar with because it does something to me that I'm not really sure what it's doing, but I'm excited. And so that was my when. And it changed when I got married. Uh, it still need, I still needed to be alone, but I didn't have a specific day. Some guys really struggle at nighttime. And I think I had a little bit of that too, but it often was when I was going to be alone. And that was my when. And when you're older though, you have a little bit more opportunity to plan for some stuff like this. And learning this though was really important for me is the moments I'm susceptible, the when. And it is important to realize when when you struggle because we so often just talk about porn addiction and you might be addicted to porn, but the the honest reality is sometimes... It's not like a full-out addiction where you're just constantly thinking about it, craving it all day long. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sometimes if you're with people, if you're at work or school or whatever, you don't even think about it. But like Braden's saying, once you get alone, it's like, boom, okay, porn, like go time, right? Mm -hmm. And so I would even go as far as to say maybe your struggle is more with being alone than than mm. pornography but porn is what you do with being alone because you don't know how to be alone. Wow, great point. And so I know that for me, when I first started, when I was a young guy, it was it was like Brad, and it was more when I was alone. It was when you know family would be downstairs and making making dinner, or um, they'd be busy or whatever, and I'd be upstairs in the office, and I'd just be alone, and I'd be watching for you know when somebody might come and try to get out the, the high speed, so to speak, <laughs> high speed internet. Um, way back when, where it took two minutes to hit the X and actually have the browser close, it was just so sketchy looking back, but. <laughs> yeah. But it would be when I was alone, and 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 so moving forward, when I got older, it it uh, it it just was so real to me that I had no idea how to actually be alone and how to be bored and how to use that in a productive way, and so I had to really come to this realization that like I I need to I need to learn a new way of being alone because when I was stuck in porn, that was the thing that scared me the most was if I didn't have porn what would I do? Like there's so many times in our lives, especially as a single guy when I was bored. And so what would I do in those times? I had no idea. And so that's why it's important to understand the when is like, what's going to be your bedtime routine? What's going to be the, what you do when you're alone, when you come home from school or come from come home from work and you're alone at the house? I mean, what's the plan that you're going to have? And man, I remember even just going forward from those times where I was alone during the day to it would just be, I mean, it would be all night long and it'd be like 11 o'clock and I'd start at 12 o'clock mm -hmm. and 
you lie to yourself, right? Like, oh, I'll just do this for 20 minutes or half an hour and and it's an hour and two hours, three hours. And I remember times where I'd look out the window and the sun would be coming up and it'd been like six, seven hours just watching the stuff on the computer and just crazy. But I didn't have a game plan to escape. Like like the willpower is totally gone mm-hmm. when it's late at night and especially when you're alone and those two factors are, are combined. And so you just got to have a plan. You got to be aware. You got to have self-awareness and understand like this is when I struggle. So being that I know that, what am I going to do with it? And there's practical things that we can establish as a game plan, but I really just, I I encourage the importance of what scripture says about never ceasing to pray, like pray without ceasing. And I think it's important that as you're getting ready for bed or getting ready to come home and you're going to be alone or going to work or you're in your car and you're going to be alone or uh, whatever the situation is where you're coming up to the, the when that you struggle with, be in prayer and be in constant communication with the Lord and also be doing those practical things that will will give you a fighting chance in this battle. Yeah, the the self-awareness piece here of when we're alone, why our thoughts go a certain way, why we feel a certain way. I mean, it's interesting that we've kind of centered on this, that being alone is a is a big time of when we will go to porn. I mean, I know some guys, yeah, like it'll be a certain time of night, but usually it always centers around the fact that you're alone. I don't think people open this up on the train, you know, when they're going to work or whatever, <laughs> some might, but I think typically it's when you're, you have that alone time and you're, you're lost in your own thoughts and you don't know how to process it. You don't know how to regulate your own emotion that you're feeling and how to deal with life really. So you have to go to porn and that's kind of your go-to. So be aware of that. You know, I, that's why we're talking about this is when you are alone, when you are going to be alone, what are some choices that you can make ahead of time? What are some ways that you can start to think and learn through this so that you are proactive and you're not reactive? Because the reactive aspect, if you think that you're going to be able to make good decisions in the moment, don't bank on it. Sometimes you can. Sometimes you can flee and get out of the house or run. But more often than not, no, it's not going to happen. So you got to think differently. So that's kind of the when. I think that's a great point, though, of when we're alone and might be certain times of day. So let's think through that through. When is your time? The when for you. Ask those questions. The next one there we want to talk about is where? The where. You know, where do you look at porn? Where is your go-to? Uh, and that we'll break that down a little bit. That could be your physical environment. That could be the actual sites that you're looking at or where you're navigating in the in the internet. But the where, let's let's talk about the where. I mean, it's the same thing, right? I mean, it's all about coming up with a game plan. And so you got to know when, you got to know where, because you got to be prepared if it's if it's in your bedroom. I mean, think about this. In scripture, it says, hey, go into your bedroom, close the door, pray to your father who's there. He's he's with you when you're in that time. And so that's a powerful, powerful time to be able to close your door and, and pray in your bedroom. So what does the enemy want to do? He wants to distract you. He wants to to see your bedroom as a battlefield where he's winning, where you're watching mm-hmm. porn, where you're engaging in that. You don't even think about God except for when you're done and then you're riddled with guilt and shame. And so mm-hmm. the where is so important because we attach things in our brains. Like we attach a bedroom to the behavior that we do in the bedroom or we attach like the living room or the car or whatever. And so once we've engaged in pornography or masturbation in a certain setting, maybe it's just in even in a hotel, maybe that's your where. Mm-hmm. Because every time you're in a hotel... That's what you do. And so you've got to be so familiar with your wear and come up with a game plan for that. And the crazy thing with this is that we start out alone. We start out late at night. We start out with, you know, doing it in the secrecy of our of our bedroom. 
or wherever it is, but things will progress if, if we don't deal with it because gradually we get a little bit more cocky, we get a little bit more confident. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we were talking earlier, like people do it, they end up going to the library and they're in the far co- computer in the far corner of the library and they got porn sites up and, you know, people are doing it at work. And so you get more and more comfortable with your habit. If you can just understand like where do you do it originally and you deal with that you'll and and you see the negatives of that you'll never get so comfortable that you progress to those risky wares so to speak that's a great point you're making because the progression is there like you you start off in the safest possible place right i think that's where you kind of begin and then it's not enough though right like it the the behavior just kind of grows and festers and builds in your life to the point where you have to progress like you need to do it different places and you're where suddenly it, it grows. Like the areas where you're willing to do this changes. And I do think though that if we can go back to those kind of first kind of triggering points of where we start off in this behavior and aware of that's the place, you know, that, I think that's a key thing is where is my go-to? Where do I like to be when I look at porn? And be aware of when you're going to be there again. And why do you like to be in those places? Like, why do you go to porn in those places? Do you go to porn at work because you're so depressed about work or because you don't know how to handle your relationships with your coworkers? Or do you do it in your bedroom because you feel safe there and you just don't want to get caught? And and that can point to that you're, you're like comfortable with secrets in your life mm-hmm. or... Are you doing it when you're next to your spouse in bed and they're sleeping and that's where you do it? And you're you're pushing the envelope a little bit because it's a little bit more risky and you get the adrenaline rush. I mean, what's the driving force for why you do it in, in certain places? It's something to consider. And all of this is just going back to self-awareness and going deeper and just always asking those questions of like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this at this time, in this situation, in this place? And what can be the game plan coming out of it and think through too like i know i had to do this is like what device am i using primarily i know that i've i've talked to many different guys and individuals that they won't look at porn on a certain device but they will always look at on their phone for instance right and that's their biggest stumbling block is is their phone so think through like what is the device that you go to to look at porn and if you can try to limit access to that or be aware of it at least and I have an understanding that this is one of the things that triggers me to go to porn, you know, then you're at least able to think through how you can be proactive instead of reactive. And then not only that, a lot of times we have a routine, right? Like, so you will maybe not start at porn, but your where is you have a start point on the internet. And that could be, you know, hey, you go to social media, you go to Facebook, you go to Twitter, you go to Instagram. That's your start point. That's your starting block. And you don't begin at porn. Because you you have enough self-control to a certain degree to, to not go right away. But you know very well that once you start at that block, the starting block of, say, Facebook, you're going to go to the porn. It's just you've done this kind of song and dance, this kind of negotiation with yourself already, and you've decided that you're going to go to porn, but you just make it look better, <laughs> um, at least in your mind. And so where's your starting point and where's kind of the routine that you build up in your mind that eventually leads you to porn? Be aware of that too. You have a pattern. You do. This is what we're, why we're talking about this. You know, figure out the pattern. Yeah. And, and the pattern, you would, we've got to know as human beings, the pattern is to progress like we talked about. And so like Braden's saying, like, which device is it on? But I'm just thinking back in my life, it would be on a certain device. But if I didn't have access to the 
to the phone, which I would always use, Mm -hmm. I would maybe then go to the laptop, which I had never used before. And so I could get accountability software on my phone and not my computer thinking, well, you know what, like I've never used my computer at all. But if I limit access on the phone, all of a sudden the computer is open season. And so we've got to understand like what's our where, but also like what could be our where if things progress and if I'm not careful. Same thing with with the when, the when, like we were talking about before. And that's why it's important to understand, like, why am I doing this at a certain time? Why is it because I'm alone? Like, do I always do it at night because it's the only time I'm alone? Well, that might open the door to it progressing to you seeking times during the day to be alone. I mean, it, it always like keep in mind that progression aspect that we always go to as just humans if we're not mm-hmm. aware. Mm-hmm. That's such a great point because you're right. If we remove one thing, you're just going to have something else that you go to or you're going to make it that something else. So the reason why we're talking about this too, isn't some sort of behavior modification for you. (laughs) This is more about uh, building awareness of your patterns in your life. And that's why you do this because you can can modify your life to a degree, but if you're not getting kind of any kind of growth in your life or healing at all, you will just find another outlet, another portal to porn and you'll, you'll make it your new. So that's why we, we talk about these things to build awareness in your life so that you can move towards healing and growth. And that's the key here. Uh, oh, yeah. Building, building awareness about these things. So that's a really great point, though. Totally. In the summer, we had a program that some guys run, uh, some of the podcast listeners, but the, it was a Facebook challenge that we did. And I just remember one of the guys sharing his testimony in that challenge. And it was a testimony of being married, being a father, uh, but having a history of acting out in homosexual behavior even though he's not a homosexual Mm -hmm. and i don't even think he has same-sex attraction which a lot of guys that are married or single do have same-sex attraction and that's something that that people talk about but um but this guy had acted in that behavior and, and he had acted with prostitutes and he had all these things and affairs and everything and he just said guys he's like i'm begging you realize that if you're just watching porn right now you have no idea where it will take you. Mm. You have no idea the things because when he was, you know, just watching porn, he never in a million years thought that he would have have affairs on his wife and and be hooking up with prostitutes. But it got to that point because he wasn't careful with the progression. And so that's why we're talking about that that aspect of this. Because I remember even for me, like it all it all always would be where I lived. That's the only place I would ever watch porn. In fact, I moved away when I was fourteen and fifteen to go play hockey in a different province. And I lived in a dorm with 200 guys. I was the youngest guy in this dorm. And they, I mean, there were porn magazines everywhere. I mean, guys were talking about just really disturbing and gross stuff. And they'd be open about masturbation. And I mean, it was just kind of normal. For two years, I never watched porn. I had opportunities to watch it or to look at it, guys to throw me magazines. And I'd I'd throw it away because I wasn't in the secrecy of my home uh, and, and being alone and so I didn't engage in it there but once I was back home in the summers or at breaks then I would and so I always just thought you know what this is just something that I do at home then I got older I fell back into porn after I had quit a couple uh, for a couple years and I fell back in and all of a sudden I'd be out driving in my car and I'd pull over and I'd get it out in the car and I was like I couldn't believe it I'm like I never thought that I would do this mm-hmm. it's only something that I that I did at 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 home and now I'm doing it while I'm working in my car. I mean, it was a crazy thing to me, but you go to a point, you'll progress to a point that you never thought. And that's minor for me. If I had kept on going, I'm sure it would have gotten worse like it has for so many guys, but we've just got to be humble enough to realize that, that where we are now, if we don't nip it in the bud, it will get worse. 
Yeah, you know, that's such an interesting point you made. I remember when I, I had a similar experience, like when I was a single guy, the job that I was doing at the time, I had, you know, I would be in people's homes and clean carpets actually. And so I was alone sometimes. And a lot of the times people would have magazines out uh, that were lewd and, and not good. And I would never open these up and look at them. But you know what? As time went by and I, my porn habit behind doors was progressing, I was way more open to maybe flipping the page and taking 10, 15 seconds just to look at this magazine, put it down and go about my way. And I know that seems pretty tame to some people, but like you said, Matt, it, it alarmed me because like, this is someone else's home. This is their property. This is, you know, their stuff and I'm looking at it. And I just remember thinking to myself then like, this is like, what's going on here? <laughs> like, am I in control of my, myself anymore? Or, you know, and it alarmed me, but it was something that could become my new normal, right? Like where I would I would have to advance in that behavior more and eventually it just become commonplace. Like that would just be what I do, right? And, you know, and, and so that that's so true while you're bringing up that point. It progresses, it doesn't stay where it is. And so that's what they're aware too, right? Like be understanding of that point where you're at, but also understand too that it does expand beyond that. And that's why you have to become self-aware so that it doesn't because we just kind of let this run in the background of our lives and it does change us. It changes us uh, gradually and slowly without us even knowing. And eventually we're doing things we never thought we would do. Yeah. With all of this stuff, we want to encourage you guys, talk to somebody, talk to people, have accountability, people in your life, confess. I mean, talk to your friends, talk to pastor, counselor, get in the pure freedom journey not to give it a plug but i'm giving it a plug because it's good for people (laughs) but but do it like you gotta have people that you talk to about like hey this is when i struggle this is where i struggle these are the sites i go to even like we've got our podcast episode on fantasies go back and listen to it because that's talking about the where like where do you go to where are the sites like brandon was talking about what are the kinds of things that you go to within the site and so you want to get all of this out when you're game planning, get all of it out and be in community with people and make sure that you're having guidance and you're also just bringing things into the light. Yeah. And so we got the when, we got the where, now let's go to the why, maybe the biggest thing and maybe even the thing that people think about the least. Yeah, I think we end with this one because, you know, this is probably the one we're least aware of. We can start to build some understanding of the when and the where, but we often don't really think through the why. I know that Matt, I mean, we were talking about this before we came on here about the excitement we felt when we were growing up as teenagers to be alone. Oh, yeah. Ex- yeah. Like, hey, my parents are out of the house, so I can go look on the computer at porn, all this, this world that I, I just want to learn about and not maybe learn, that's not the right word. I want to know about it <laughs> one way or another, right? And these images you've never seen before, like it creates this this desire to see more and more and 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 to just get more new stuff and that excitement initially is how it started and I know it was for me eventually though the why wasn't my excitement it was it became well my day didn't go so well so what do I do to feel excited again what do I do to feel good again well I go to porn and and so the my, my why changed and I think that we need to start asking the question though is what's the why what's the why and this is so important because Porn use, do you guys? Porn use highlights exactly where you've got to be discipled for any of us. I mean, sin highlights where we have to be discipled. And so if we never understand why we go to porn, so for example, you had a hard day at work, 
that's why you're going to porn. Well, you got to be discipled in how to handle a hard day at work. You got to mm-hmm. you got to be now spiritually maturing in the way that you handle emotion or the way that you handle conflict or whatever it is. And so you got to understand why you go to porn because that's going to highlight something that you need discipleship and then take action in that. It can set you up for for a better life than you've ever experienced because now you're going to be so much more mature and healthy in these areas that you've never even really considered before. Mm -hmm. And so what are the emotions that lead you to pornography? What are the life situations that lead you to masturbation? What are the feelings that you have? Is it is it fatigue or is it just disappointment? Is it depression? Uh, is it relational conflict? I mean, what are the things that lead you to that? And then once you address that, I don't want you to ignore it. I don't want you to try to avoid it. I want you to go into it head on and go, how can I get discipled and learn and grow and how to deal with these situations? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think we think through that a lot of the times. We we just look at this on a certain level and that's it. We end there. And that's why we have to ask the question of the why and you know what what's going on in my life right now? What am I feeling? What happened in my day? And start to ask yourself that question. I know it's really difficult. Say, for instance, if you looked at porn yesterday, the the focus that you have right now that you might be feeling is shame, guilt, anger, frustration. Yeah, you don't even want to think about it. You don't want to think about it. You don't want to revisit that. You don't want to go back to that memory and look at it. But we would say to you, with the help of somebody else, thinking through the last time you looked at porn, I know that's not an easy thing to do because you just want to forget about it. You want to move on with your life. You just want to, you know, kind of gloss over it, right? Because it hurts. You don't want to talk, think about it or talk about it. But we need to talk about these things with people around us that we trust and have in our life. And that's part of having community. That's important. But as you do that, think through what were you feeling before you looked at porn? What happened in your week? Maybe you looked at porn on Wednesday and you need to go back a few days though. You need to go back to maybe Sunday. What happened to you? What happened to you Monday? What happened to you Tuesday? You know, and then what, during the the time you were looking at porn, what were you feeling? What did you feel after you looked at porn? Being aware of how we feel is a key to unlocking the patterns that we have running in our life. And that's important because often we do things based on our feeling. You know, feelings are neither right nor wrong, but often we will react to life based on how we're feeling. And usually if we don't know how to regulate our emotions or deal with our emotions, we will go to outlets that maybe are not good for us, like porn. You know, if you think through, like, what was I feeling? You know, this is something that really helped me. When I was able to talk to people about what my week, what happened in my week, you know, like what I was feeling, what I was thinking, then I understand a little bit better why I went to porn. Because in the past, when I was young and single, (laughs) it was excitement. I did it because I was alone and excited. It's not like that anymore. When I was older and struggling with porn, I went to porn because I was feeling bad. I wasn't feeling good. I wasn't able to manage what I was going through in my life. So I had to have an outlet. And I know that porn made me feel good, or so I thought. So I go there. And I will always go there. I'll keep hitting that button over and over again, right? And if we don't understand that, then, you know, we're not going to really see any kind of freedom or movement towards freedom because we're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants without having any awareness in our life of why we are going to porn. You know, the why. And so a lot of times there's layers with this. Like we think, okay, I'm married and I am not getting sex as much as I want. So that's why I go to porn. Well, actually, you might just not know how to handle the disappointment of not getting sex. Or maybe your expectations are too high. 
or that maybe you think more selfishly like porn has trained you to in the area of sex and so maybe you crave connection like maybe those are the things but on the surface level we say well my why is that I just don't get sex as as much as I need or I'm single and I want this and so you know there's a woe is me attitude and so well of course like I have a sex drive of course that's why but there's something below that like Maybe you feel sorry for yourself or maybe you just have this healthy longing for a relationship that is very normal and fine, but you got to learn how to steward that. And so Mm. go deep and don't just go to the surface like, well, I think it's because of this that I go to porn. Like what actually is the longing of the heart? And I want to encourage you guys that when I think about my why and when I finally was able to really stop watching pornography, there was the aspect of being called. There was the aspect of having the purpose and God wanting to to work through my life in this area. But really, like learning how to handle times where I was alone, I just I just sought the Lord. Like I just spent time reading the Bible and and praying and just learning and listening to testimonies and even just watching YouTube videos or sermons or whatever. And so worshiping like anything. And so I I think there's so much power in that. And sometimes people have these incredible encounters that they're just transformed. And in an instant, they're just craving the Lord with everything. And other times we don't, but it's a, it's a choice. And there's the aspect where sometimes we feel it and we have this passion for God. But there's other times where we don't feel it and and he's just begging us like, hey, just just have discipline, like just make the choice to seek me. And and to do that, the passion comes like passion follows action. And often when we're feelings led or emotion led, passion leads to action. So we're passionate about something. So we do it. But in terms of discipline, passion follows action. So we do something. So we seek God more and more and more and eventually we're like this is actually so incredible because we we start to experience the rewards of it and so I just encourage you when you understand the why it's always an issue of the heart and it's lies that we believe Mm -hmm. and so having the truth of God come in will crush those lies and will fill your heart with a different kind of love and fulfillment that actually sustains and Mm -hmm. so I when I look back at my life and I look at the why I was bored I was lonely this is what I got for excitement when I didn't feel good, this is what I did. So when I got free, what did I do? I, I sought the Lord with everything. And, I, and I'm telling you, like for a solid year and a half, that was everything in my life. I, I just learned the Bible. I learned how to hear God's voice. And, and so if that's where you're at and you're like, I just don't really feel close to God or I feel like my, my reasons for going to pornography are a little bit weak, but I don't really have the strength of God in my life. I just encourage you, just get on a Bible plan. Just like ask him, just even just say to God, I don't feel passionate about you right now, but I want to. Can you please train me and have other people in your life that you can go to to learn from and that you look up to? And man, we can tell you to do lots of practical things and get out of your room and go you know, play hockey or lift weights or do curls like Braden does. But, but, <laughs> but I just encourage you that this is the thing that will fill your heart more than anything is a relationship with Jesus. And he will be your why for not going to porn. When you get free from porn, it now won't be because you just feel like you shouldn't go to porn. It will be because you so are in love with Jesus that you just don't want to do it anymore because your heart is filled by him and you want to honor him and everything. So when you are identifying the why in your life and the lies that you believe that you use as justifications to go to porn, identify those, confess those, repent of those, and really just seek God and have him fill your heart. I'm really glad you brought that up. And 
not the bicep things. I mean, come on. Like, this is getting old here. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. That's what it is. Yeah. A few listeners even email me oh, like, hey, you got, a, you, got a, you got some work to do to be like Brad. They're not that big people. Trust me. But anyways, I'm glad you brought this up because, you know, I think one of the big answers to our why usually stems in the fact that we are really longing for a deeper connection. And that deeper connection, Matt, you're talking about, is first with Jesus. So we connect with God, and then through that, we learn how to connect to others. And what porn does is it robs us of connection. It robs us of intimacy. I'm not talking sex here when I say intimacy. I'm talking a connection with somebody, you know, the spiritual, physical. Sure, maybe with your spouse on that, that physical level too, but I'm talking something deeper here, a connection with another person. And porn develops an attachment disorder, an intimacy disorder in us. And it doesn't start that way, but it, it eventually gets there. So... That's a big, usually, answer to that question of why is because we can't connect. We want connection so desperately. We want to connect with somebody. And when we're not feeling well, we're, we're down or whatever else is going on in our life, all we really want is to talk to somebody, connect with somebody, connect with God, and then be able to talk to others through, you know, as we're connecting with God too. And understanding this helps us to better appreciate where we need to go to. It's not just about getting porn out of our lives. It's about developing deeper connection with God and then with others. And that's that's a great point to begin to start. And that's why you need to ask yourself these questions. Why do I go to porn? And as you start to see the reasons why, then you can start to have some movement in your life. Because if you never ask yourself these questions, you're just going to stay stuck in a fog your whole life. We don't want that for you. You know, we were there. <laughs> I was in a fog. I didn't know what I was doing. And I just wanted connection with somebody. I really did. I thought that I would find it with porn, but I never did. And then I didn't know how to connect well with others. So I needed to ask myself the why. And, I, and you do too as well. So we'd encourage you to do that. Absolutely. So if you're here, if you're listening, if you're struggling, if you're like, man, I haven't done this, I haven't been aware, I haven't thought about the why, or I've been using different justifications and I'm stuck in porn, I'm stuck in fantasy, masturbation, affairs, whatever. Just know that we believe in you, that you're not too far gone. You're not scum. You're not dirty. You're not a pervert. You're, You're a person living in a fallen world who's given into flesh, who hasn't yet developed maybe a spiritual or emotional maturity that you need to to overcome. But that doesn't mean that you can't. Just get on the journey. And God is no respecter of persons. He can work in your life like he can work in anybody else's life. And so life isn't over for you. There's freedom for you. We want this to be a super practical thing that you apply to your life, that you implement this game plan. The when, the where, and the why. I hope that you take this and that you 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 think on it, that you ponder it, and that you talk about it with some community. So thanks for hanging out, you guys. I hope this gave you lots of value. And uh, and feel free to also to check out the other episodes that we've had in the past. There's so many at purevictorypodcast.com and on the podcast app, wherever you can find podcasts. So, so thanks for hanging out and being a part of our tribe. We'll chat again. Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear more, please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe. This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.